Hello and welcome back to Small Talk. We've got another great episode ahead as we speak with a duo from the Jenison Softball Program. I'm your host, Katie Mucci. Each week on this show, we highlight the past and present of Division Three, with both current and former student athletes joining to talk about their experiences, their favorite on-campus spots, the craziest road trip stories, and more. This week, we're chatting with my NCAA colleague, Ali Spungen, a former Denison softball student athlete, and Clara Wolf, a current member of the squad. The two talk about the DU family, spring break pranks, their Division Three experience, and more. Thanks for joining this week. Now it's time for some small talk. Hi, I'm Clara Wolf. I am a current senior um, on the softball team here at Denison. And hello, I'm Allie Teopas-Bungan, a former softball student athlete at Denison University, and I currently work at the NCAA Division III. Well, thank you both so much for joining us today. I am really excited to have this conversation here. Um, I've It's fun to have an NCA staff member alongside me on this because um, I've heard some stories from you. So I'm excited to hear you with a current member of your program. Um, the first thing we are going to start out with is on-campus stuff. So um, I would love to hear, Clara, from you first. Where are you and your teammates hanging out on campus when you're there? Are there restaurants? Is it uh, like campus buildings? What are the best spots that you hang out at? And then Allie, if you want to follow up with um, if those are the same, if they built some new buildings since you were there. Um, so Claire, you can start that out. Yeah, um, I think when it's sunny and nice and warm out, the best places to hang out on campus are in front of Slater um, or behind Slater. Um, and then the Silverstein Lawn, which I think Silverstein just opened my freshman year so that one's pretty new but um there's a really cute little grassy area and they just put in some swings um so those are my favorite places to go and like hang out or study when it's nice and sunny out so I'm jealous that you had the Silverstein area because that wasn't there when I was there they just had the sunsets so you'd see a lot of people in the spring out there enjoying it but I spent three of my four years on East Quad so I lived in East Hall, Crawford, and Beaver Hall. So I think there's Beaver Beach there. And when it would get really nice and sunny, everyone would be out playing Frisbee, Cornhole, um, listening to, I think Sublime was always out there playing in the spring. But often during you know class or during season, we'd be like, oh man, that must be really nice because we'd be going to practice or having a game. So, um, but great, a lot of great spots on campus. East Quad is actually the one quad on campus that I've never lived on and I was always so jealous of everyone like when my friends lived over there I would have to like trek all the way over across campus to go hang out when it was nice out but yeah the East Quad lawn is awesome. I like to hear that um is Naked Week still a thing? Yes it is. <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate Katie but it's a tradition um you can let your mind go where you think that is but um, something that everyone always can do the East Quad or different quads too. Um, and it's senior year. So where are you living on campus? I'm in Silverstein. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you got like, isn't there like a store and a hangout area? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like a little market um, downstairs. So they have more like grocery type items. And then they have like sandwiches and coffee and a little seating area. Don't have to go far. I know. It's so nice to get stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Well, 
getting off campus a little bit, but still in town, what are, if I'm traveling out to Denison to watch a sporting event, what are some local places I should hit up? Uh, Allie, what were your, your hotspots when you were there? And sadly, I don't think, Claire, they're still there. Um, Brews was an awesome restaurant that we would go to. They had Maytag blue chips. You could get a, just a great meal. Aladdin's is still there. It's a great greasy spoon diner. It was one of my favorites for my dad. He'd go get a meal, bring it to the field. Um, and then Elm's Pizza, I think that's still there. Um, yeah. Some of my friends, we would get a cheese pizza and we'd watch um, Alias um, with Jen Garner, who's one of our proud alumni. Um, so that is probably one of my best memories of a, a restaurant there is just getting pizza and hanging out with some friends. What about you, Claire? That's so cool that you just casually hung out with Jennifer Garner. <laughs> I didn't get to hang out. We were watching Alias. So oh, okay. <laughs> I did not. I Let me clarify. We were just um, enjoying her presence on Alias Got when it, it was out. <laughs> um. I think my favorite spot like to go get dinner would be my chow for three tigers. Um, okay. I don't know when that one came, but um, it's like really yummy Vietnamese food. Um, and then I love village for coffee or um, the bagel sandwiches. Um, that one's really fun for like breakfast. And then of course, wits. I love wits. Mm, I forgot wits. Yeah. A few times. Yeah. What's it's your go-to? Good. What do you get at wits? I really like the vanilla with cheesecake bites and then strawberries and whipped cream. So it's like a strawberry cheesecake type of thing. I like it. I would go more chocolatey. So I'd get the vanilla with the brownie bites and some fudge, but you can't go wrong at Wits, right? Oh yeah. My dad, when he comes to visit, goes like at least, at least three times during the weekend. (laughs) I believe it. That's awesome. Now really off campus. Let's talk about traveling. Um, as we know in D3, your travel is a bit more regional, so you're probably not hopping on a plane for all of your trips, but, um, how are you guys traveling? Do you get a bus? Do you get a bunch of vans that your coaches are all driving? Um, what's that like for you, Clara? Um, we always go by bus. Um, Denison Sports has, um, I don't know, you'd call it like a contract with Barron's. Um, so we always have the Barron's bus. Um, they're great. They're comfy. Uh, they're nice. That's, yeah, that's how we go to our games. Holly, was that what you guys had too? We had buses. Um, I would say you probably have Wi-Fi now, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, we did not have that. It was a good day when both TVs worked on that um, the bus, um, but that's how we traveled. We were very lucky to go by bus and not vans like some of our other counterparts. Um, but I think the one time that we get to take planes were all, always our spring break trips. Um, so I have a lot of good stories about weather and how um, things can go astray when you're flying. So buses are a lot easier sometimes. Yeah, that's a good segue. So with those spring break <laughs> trips, you're probably going to something a little bit warmer than Ohio. Um, any good touristy experiences you were able to have on those those spring break trips? Allie, you can go first. I don't have any like touristy things because we were usually playing two games a day. It was more of the fun things that we did as a team. We would uh, dress up as the Under Armour Bandits and all of our Under Armour gear. And we'd go sneak up on one of the other rental houses with our teammates and just come in and either wake them up, maybe take a shoe so they don't have both shoes, maybe a glove to really freak them out. 
Um, so we had a good time doing that. We were pranksters. We once did a water balloon fight and my house with the ones that were they attacked and they came in with like laundry baskets full of water balloons. I'm sure the rental property was not excited about that, but we cleaned up and it was just a memory that we'll have forever. And we used to cook dinners for ourselves and oh, I don't, we didn't choose the best things. One time we did hamburger helper. I don't recommend that Clara, if you guys ever have to do dinners during spring break on your own. Okay. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? Have you guys had any good uh, spring break trips with Clara? And if so, any any fun events there? So our spring breaks have been um, very unlucky weather-wise. Um, well, my freshman year was the COVID year, so we couldn't really travel anywhere. And then the next year, we were supposed to have a tournament in Kentucky, I think. Um, rained out. And then um, we were supposed to have one in Indiana, or um, I think. I, f- I might be flipping those two. But it got rained out because, yeah, spring in the Midwest is is not the greatest weather. Um, but we do always go to um, a tournament in North Carolina a little bit earlier in the year, like um, early March, um, which is super fun. And last year we got to go stop at Duke on the way and we got like a campus tour and got to walk around the facilities. Um, and that was really cool. And when Clara said weather, that brought up a really crazy story. This was Coach Asbin's first year. So take that into account. We were trying to fly down to Florida and a blizzard hit the Columbus area. Baseball oh. took buses, so they got to Florida. We were stuck in the Columbus Airport Hotel for three days. We couldn't get out. And our workouts consisted of using the workout room at the hotel, which consisted of a bicycle and an elliptical. So oh coach had us on 30, 30 minute schedules so we could at least keep active. But we finally made it to Florida. And I'm happy to say we went six and oh and came back like excited. But I think it made us that much more excited to play because we missed four games. My parents had made it down. That was the only time they got to go to spring break. Um, and see us and they got to see me play in I think two games um, but that was uh, I think something my teammates always talk about is that crazy blizzard in Columbus so I think, I think there's a um, a curse as someone might say it on our spring break travels with weather so maybe that's why we're not planning any Florida trips <laughs> I think coaches got a little smarter she's like let's we'll figure something out yeah well, I wish you best of luck this spring break, Claire. Hopefully you guys get something and get to play good weather. Um, speaking of um, your your coach, Ali, so that was their first year. Can you talk about, I think you've told me that you were, you helped hire or you were there when this coach got hired, who is now there for Clara. So a few years later, um, talk about maybe what your experience was with with them in their first couple of years. And then Clara, you talk about the experience with this coach. Um, and now that they're a little bit more seasoned. No, mm-hmm. it's great. Um, so as a student athlete, I was involved in SAC. And so they called me as SAC president. Hey, can you sit on this selection or committee for the new softball coach? And I said, well, that's perfect because I'm a current player. And it was just an awesome opportunity to meet the candidates. And so that's where I first met coach Tiffany Osbin and she, we were hired for the job. And I remember her coming fresh. She's a D3 student athlete herself. I believe a catcher at Manchester. Is that right, Clara? 
I'm um, sorry, coach, if I got that wrong, but she had experience at Louisville and then coming in, I think we were just lucky to have such a, a bright young coach coming to join us and to see her there this all this time later really means an impact to the program. I think we've only had three or four coaches or coaches in over the 25 years, almost 25 years of the program. So I feel like we're very lucky to have such um, consistency with our coaching. Um, so it was just really cool to see coach in our first year. We went all the way to regional finals um, and see the success that's happened after. So I think it's always neat for us to follow the alumni and then um, see what the current teams are doing. I know you've had some really good runs in the NCACs lately. So excited to see what you all do this year. Me too. We're getting closer. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm -hmm. uh, and go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. Um, And then just with coach bringing in different, just our sportsmanship and how she grows us as a team. I've been so impacted that like I just had a long conversation with her yesterday just to say, hey, I'm coming to campus and bringing, continuing our DU family philosophy. And I think that's probably how we always broke down every practice, every game was with a DU family. So I'd be interested to hear from Clara if that's still embodied amongst the DU softball program. It definitely is. We still break down DU family the same way. Um, which I love. And that's definitely still like part of the culture and still being embodied is we're all one big family. Um, we compete together. We hang out together. Like we love each other. Um, and that's just what makes it a great program. I think. So much of a DU family that you guys are babysitting Allie's kid tomorrow or this weekend. <laughs> yes, so exactly. the, the family does not end when you graduate is what I'm learning. Mm -hmm. It's very true. And I would just say I'm I'm calling them the Denison Softball Babysitting Club um, because they're doing a great service to my family and my son while I'm on campus attending meetings, taking a busy time for them on a Friday evening just to hang out with my three-year-old. So um, that just shares a little piece of what um, Denison means and the softball program is truly a family. So just a big thanks to you all for taking the time to do that this weekend anytime. <laughs> awesome. So next we'll talk about academics, the student part of student athlete. Um, can I have you both share your majors? Um, Allie, you can go first. I was a sports management communications major. I believe it's now the HESS program. We didn't have that when I was there, so I would have loved that. Um, but those are my academic interests while I was on campus. Um, I'm studying economics and global commerce. That's one of our new uh, majors, right? Global yep. commerce. Yeah, a few years old now. Wow. Well, so probably not a ton of overlap once you get into your major classes, but I'm <laughs> sure with the general general classes, you guys might have any. Allie, I, I know you're very involved with Denison, Denison still, so you might actually know this question. Um, do you know if there are any professors that you had that are for those gen eds that are still hanging around there um, that Clara <laughs> might have had? I know some of my favorites was Dr. Woodyard. He was there for, I think he might've just retired and he was in the religion department. A lot of people took that as an intro class. Um, Coach Bob Galoni, I don't, he probably just left too. Uh, and Dr. Baker was one of my other favorites, but I don't know, we probably didn't cross over. If you're doing economics and global commerce, those are, global commerce is a completely new um, minor and major for us. And then economics, I had uh, Dr. LaRoe 
which I don't think is there either anymore. So Clara, I'll toss it over to you. Dr. Woodyard, I know two of my roommates had last year. Um, okay. So I've heard a lot about him, but I've never got to have him personally. Um, Dr. Baker sounds really familiar too, but I've never had him. Um, one person that I had for an English class and like my writing 101 was Dr. Portadu. I know he's I've heard a lot about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he was fun. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. Is Dr. Jackson still in surveying and black studies that was one of my other favorite classes that was outside of my majors um I don't know and I know See, Dr. Baker's still around familiar. I know um, they stick around that's why you're like you know yeah. I think Dr. Baker made a I think a grant or some type of scholarship for in leader in literature he's a creative writer he's an author so you should look him up but that was a class outside my bounds that really helped me just get creative yeah I do need some some fun elective classes for next semester because I'm almost done with the majors I want to want to do something fun we can we can chat this weekend there's always the music I feel like the new Eisner Center is amazing and a lot of different opportunities there I love the Eisner Center I feel like that's such like a hidden gem unless you're a music major to like go down and like study there it's always quiet and nice let's just say that was not that when I was there so that's an upgrade uh, the wellness center. Do they offer classes there? Okay. Um, they have the Hoagland center is so nice. I love that place. Um, but they have spin classes and yoga classes. I don't know if they have any like actual academic okay. classes there, but yeah, they have like the fitness stuff. So wellness, mental health, that is something that we did. We had it, but not to the extent that I think is offered now. So I think that's something that I'm jealous. I'd love to come walk in your shoes today just to check out the new areas on campus. You definitely have to walk through the Hoagland Center. I just think (laughs) that's like the coolest place ever. (laughs) I'll put it on my list for this weekend. Awesome. Well, now we're going to let you guys, you've been reminiscing a bit, but we'll let you do a little bit more. Um, I want to hear, and Allie, you shared some fun stories already, but I want to hear the funniest or craziest but appropriate story that you have from your playing time. Um, Claire, I'll let you start this one. So this actually relates to something that Allie mentioned earlier, but my freshman year, um, this was during preseason. Um, so like it was still kind of chilly. It was February and we were practicing outside on deeds. And I did not know what Naked Week was, like had never heard of it yet. Um, and then all of a sudden we're just doing our throwing progression. We're playing catch. And this group of students is walking towards us, like covered in paint, like wearing t-shirts and robes and stuff. And we are like, oh, what, what's going on? And the, it turns out to be the Naked Week group for that night. And they went over to our coach and they were like, hey, uh, do you mind if we just like run through really quick across the field? He's like, okay, go ahead. Um, and so as we were just casually playing catch naked week ran right through our practice streak deeds. Um, and there's actually a picture on their Instagram, I think of afterwards. And you can see us in the background, like catching softballs. (laughs) That was my first exposure to naked week. (laughs) Yep. Sounds like campus. No, that's, you're just doing your thing playing softball. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We just were, I had a bunch of pranksters. So we had a lot of funny stories. Um, I think it's not funny, but now that on campus, you remember the old fence that was blue 
like lined blue, we all had to put all those plastic slats in the fence. So we weave them. So when we had free time, we'd go down to the field and help put in slats. And if you mention the word slats to any of my teammates, they will probably cringe. They'll then laugh and then probably have tears of joy that we finished it. But we all have marks on our hands, like from that experience. So I would say it was hard labor, but we laugh about it to this day because we did that. But then now you have a new field, which is amazing. And the slats are gone. So, I, you know, they served their purpose at that time. But that was just we'd put some music on and just hang out. And it was kind of a bonding experience. But yeah, it was an experience to say the least. That is some very unique team bonding. <laughs> was that the fences that lined like the bullpens? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Especially where people used to hit into the fence and it was all mangled. Oh, yeah. That was probably our hardest parts. Um, <laughs> we were happy when we got the screen out there. Yeah. Uh, but I'd say that. And we were just jokesters. We all had like nicknames. Like I was T.O., which is kind of confused with what everyone calls Coach Osmond. Um, but mine was T.E.O. Um, we had Canada because she was from Canada. Um, you know, we weren't really creative, but I think team like nicknames were probably one of our funniest things and cheers. I don't know if you guys have any funny cheers, but we were really creative, um, with some of our walk cheers, hit cheers. We would do the intensity drill. I don't know if you do that before games anymore, but literally circling up and just like yelling at each other. And that's how we got hyped. Um, I don't know. So it worked, you know, you do whatever works. Yeah. Um, we love the cheers. I'm like a big advocate for that. Like, um, make sure to teach all the freshmen the cheers so they know them when they come in. Um, and then we're like constantly coming up with new ones, like depending on the person, but yeah, that's always so much fun in the dugout. Um, the intensity warm up though, that sounds kind of fun. I've never done that. I don't know if we have like a video of it, but if I can find it, I'll definitely share it with you. Yeah. I feel like we would <laughs> like that. <laughs> Awesome. So those are fun or crazy memories or not so fun memories because manual labor is not my favorite. But what are some maybe favorite memories? So things that, you know, you hold dear to your heart um, years later or still in the thick of it. Allie, you can start. Well, my I think is just extremely special. So this was coach's first year. We made it my senior year. We made it all the way to um, regional finals, like I mentioned I played against actually somebody I'd played summer ball with. Um, we ended up losing to Muskegon and like, I was literally in third base with two outs. Like I run over it and every time I see coach, I'm like, should I have gone? She's like, no, you made the right decision, but it's such a vivid memory because it was graduation. And my team as seniors, we came together and said, we want to go as far as we can and we'll sacrifice senior week because we love, we wanted to win. We loved winning. And we wanted to just see how far we could go. So we ordered a bus to Rowan, um, probably the furthest of the 500 miles we could get from Ohio, which is New Jersey. And we came through and just, we won all the way out. And Muskegon had to beat us twice to become, um, go on to the World Series. But by missing graduation, my parents were back in Ohio with all my roommates. Um, this was before FaceTime. So I, they just passed the phone around as they were all enjoying dinner as we're in New Jersey winning, hopefully to come back with a, a trophy. But what happened is we missed 
uh, graduation, but the Denison athletic staff and Denison kept up the graduation stage. Um, president Noble was the president then, and our the six of us had a super special graduation. Um, the athletic staff lined up as a tunnel, walked us through, our families were there, and it was just the epitome of a D3 experience of how special it was. And I can say I was the last to graduate from the class of 2008 at Denison, and all of our teammates were there, our families, and it's, I get chills today talking about it because I just think it was so special of, of experience and how to graduate. That's awesome. That's so sweet. That could be you this year. I'll tag you for that. Yes. As the I'm lone senior. senior this year. That's, yeah. That's what coach was saying. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite memories have also come from postseason. Um, honestly, like the senior days specifically always stick out in my mind um, because those are always such like emotional, nostalgic days. Um, but also there's like a little bit like extra oomph, like you just like want to win that much more for your seniors. Um, and like my sophomore year, we had lost the first game of the doubleheader and then we were playing the second game and it was like really back and forth. And then um, one of the freshmen hit a walk off and it was like the greatest moment ever. And then last year during senior day, um, we ended up sweeping them again, like really close games, um, really back and forth. And it was just like the greatest feeling ever to like compete with your teammates and it's senior day and then you all get to go celebrate. So that was really awesome. Well, and a little birdie told me that you might have a, a super sweet senior day. Um, yes. Right. Do you want to talk about that? I don't know if coach has told you. Yeah. Um, she told me that she was going to try to get Worcester as the senior day, um, which would be really, really cool for me because that's where my little sister Ella plays. Um, so that would be also very convenient for my family <laughs> so because your family is from where again from Washington Washington okay so yeah. that's like the perfect senior day yeah yeah I'll Hopefully bring the tissue nice for you yeah in good weather <laughs> yeah. so speaking of that you're you're from Washington State you mm -hmm. and your your little sister are both out in Ohio playing softball how did that happen I like to think that she followed me, but I think it was kind of random. <laughs> I So I knew that I wanted a D3 school, a smaller school. Um, I just knew that would be the best fit for me. And so those were all the types of schools that I was looking at. And I actually met Coach Oz at a head first camp um, in California. She was hanging out in the dugout and I chatted with her a little bit and then I was emailing her after. Um, and so that's how I found Denison. Um, and I loved it. And then I don't exactly know how she found Worcester, but I know she was in the same boat, like going to camps that were like geared towards smaller um, D3 kind of schools, um, like similar to Denison. Um, and she actually was looking at Denison briefly, but um, Worcester won her over. And yeah, but I love having her in the same conference, only an hour and a half away. It's fun. That's awesome. Um, and that leads into we're we're kind of going to wrap it up a little bit, but I have a couple questions that are just more general D3. Um, so you mentioned that you when you were choosing your college, you wanted a smaller school, a D3 type of environment. Um, now that you've been in it for a few years, can you talk about what it means to be a D3 student athlete? Um, you know, what has that meant for your academics, your anything you're involved with on campus, things like that? I think D3 is the greatest experience ever. I've loved it. 
Um, especially because like when you hear the term student athlete, sometimes people think the athlete comes first, but like at Denison at D3 schools, like the student really does get to come first. Um, like I've gotten to double major study what I want without worry of having to like alter that for softball. Um, so I get to pursue the education that I want, but then I also get to keep competing and playing and having fun with my friends. Um, and then the other piece of that, yes, is that I can be involved in other things on campus. Um, I can like balance all of that and like meet people outside of softball as well. Um, so I think it's a really like holistic kind of experience that I've really enjoyed. Great. Thank you. And Allie, as a former D3 student athlete who um, now has a unique perspective where you're working in Division Three at the NCA. Can you talk about what it meant to you and your your professional and your personal growth to be a D3 student athlete? I mean, it's amazing because I think about the mentors that I started with at Denison and that I believe that's a D3 um, experience. Uh, Lynn Schweitzer, I have to shout out to her. She was at Denison for 44 years. Um, and I got to meet her by being the SAC president. She was our SAC advisor and I really learned from her and through that learned about collegiate athletics, which really spiked, piqued my interest in staying in college athletics. So without that mentorship that's available at a small uh, college, I don't know if I'd be here talking with you today or working with you, Katie, um, because it really opened up the doors for me. Being on SAC was a great leadership experience that opened doors to being at the conference level where I sat at the table with our ADs amongst the conference in the North Coast Athletic Conference and maintain a great relationship with the commissioner, Carrie Lahofsky, shout out to the NCAC staff. But I got to meet the Wittenberg AD, which set me up for an internship through the NCA, through the Ethnic Minority Women's Internship. And I got to work with Garnett Purnell and Becky Hall and amongst among the amazing staff at WIT too that led me to the national office. So without this D3 experience that allowed me to do what I wanted to, I worked in sports information with Craig Hicks, who really showed me a lot about athletics. I learned I didn't want to be an SID. I love them. They are great people. It wasn't for me. I'm not a good writer, um, but I learned a lot about myself and just the people I met along the way at Denison, the ability to be in a sorority. I was a disc jockey for the WDUB. I was involved in leadership through SAC. It's just the full experience that I wanted that I knew I couldn't get uh, at a D1 or D2 school. That's great. And can you please share for the group your DJ name? Yes, it was DJ Allie Tizzle. So thank you. Um, thank you. And my show name was Sporty Spice with Allie T. So there I you love go. That. Thank <laughs> you. Um, last question I have for you both. And Allie, I'll let you kick this one off. Um, this podcast um, all year long is part of our 50th anniversary of Division Three. Um, we're talking to current and former student athletes about their experiences, about how things have changed. Um, but we're 50 years down, many, many more to come. Um, so Allie, can you share what you are hoping to see or what you do see for the future of Division Three, And then Clary, you can follow up. I think I have a unique perspective because I am the primary liaison to D3 National SAC and they are amazing individuals. And hearing what they're doing post-student athlete experience life after sport is amazing. And I think that reiterates the effectiveness and um, experience and passion that D3 student athletes have. They play for the love of the game. So I think in 50 years, 
we're still going to be the biggest division in the NCA because of our opportunities that it provided the academics and just the ability to play a sport that you love for four more years, maybe five, and then to go out there and do your professional dreams and really achieve the thing. So I think the ability to grow division three, put the effort and the, uh, just the abilities to have that experience. I don't know what's next. I live it. Um, I'm trying to always look around the corner, but I think just keeping this a pure experience um, for our D3 student athletes for the love of the game is essential. So I just hope we can maintain that in the experience that it provides to our student athletes and families. Um, yes, I agree with that completely. I think D3 is going to keep growing. I feel like it's going to get a lot more popular among students. Um, I feel like sometimes there's kind of a stigma around playing a D3 sport. People are like, oh no, D1 or nothing. Like, But I feel like people are going to start to realize D3 is kind of a really great situation if you want to keep playing and keep competing because it's still competitive and it's, um, it's still hard work. But um, you get to do a bunch of other things as well for the love of the game. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's going to keep growing and become a lot more popular for people. Great. Well, thank you two so much for joining me today. I've had the best time talking to you. Um, hopefully you have a great babysitting experience this weekend. All goes well. I know Evan is going to have so much fun with all of them, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. And go Big Red. Yeah. <laughs> to everyone listening, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Small Talk. We post new episodes every Thursday. To follow along with everything Division Three, you can find us on social media at NCAAD3 or NCAADIII. Make sure to join the conversation with us all year long by using the hashtag DIII50. Have a great day, and we'll see you for some more Small Talk next week.